Healing crystals, skincare routines, knitting a sweater, fitting in jeans. With Katie and Sarah, no need to worry, you're on a lady journey. Well, welcome to Lady Journey, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we're on. We're talking about being heckled. Yeah, we're like we're talking about being heckled. In. Seven, yeah. eight minutes in. Well, the thing, the thing though, that's really upsetting about that too is that um, I oh shoot, I was um, I'm I'm losing. Uh, it, there's yeah. some kind of classism, you know, into it where like when you go out for a restaurant, we've all been with that person. Usually it's not a close friend. It's like a, an acquaintance or somebody who acts psychotically rude mm-hmm. to the wait staff. And, and, you know, I was always taught like that's a bad red flag. If somebody ever does that on a date, if you see somebody do that, like that's somebody that you shouldn't really associate with because it, there's something wrong with them. Yeah. Like they're deeply disturbed to be like a treat, you know, like snap, snap, you know, or like anything like that. So yes. it's like that type of person, but in a comedy Setting. context where it's like, because I've paid to be here. Now you're my little monkey and you have to do whatever I say and I'm in charge and you're not. Yeah. So it's like that type of person that projects that psychotic power dynamic. And usually it's a white male, yeah. but you know, not all the time. Sometimes it's, time. A, sometimes it's a white female, <laughs> but I mean, it can take any form, you know, but, but like, like I would have taken the drunk female anytime because at least she's like, it's my birthday. We're going out like she's giving you information to bounce off of. Yeah. So this guy's like chiming in and you're like, OK, Mr. Chatty Box off of the, if you want to talk, let's talk. So then you're like, where are you from? He's like, from here. And then nothing. And you're like, OK, what do you do? Nothing. He I just got like just. Uh, answers that were no yes and or any information that was nothing to work off of. Yeah. And that it, it makes it hard. It makes it hard to roast them. I dare you to post that crowd work clip. <laughs> You're like, where are you from? Nowhere. Okay. I'm, I'll now be talking about my printer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, welcome to Lady Journey, Lady everybody. Journey. Well, this will go into yours because we... Katie and I actually were in Houston around the same time. Yes. Inadvertently. We didn't really plan it. It coincided perfectly. And as you guys have seen, we did do um, an episode in Houston from my lovely Airbnb. Right on. And uh, and we had a great time. But I had, which this is my journey, a, both a literal and a figurative journey, a horrific airport Nightmare. time. Were you at... IAH Intercontinental. Yeah, is that okay. the better airport in yeah, Houston? Okay. It is actually. It's the bigger one. That's what I thought. The other one's a Southwest hub. I okay. Think. I think Southwest. I cannot. the The anarchy of the line <laughs> system. It is too much for me. I've flown it one time. I said I just can't. I'm at the point now where I'm like I will go into debt paying for flights because I can't I can't take any of these budget airlines and American Airlines isn't even really like a budget airline but no uh, but for they some do whatever they, they want though they act like they are the kings of the sky yeah so, so that's who the airline you were with that's who I was yeah. with and of course everyone knows where this story is going now because everyone's like oh American obviously they canceled the flight yeah you know it wouldn't be so bad if they would just cancel the flights with like a touch of notice you know but it's like I, every time I have had a flight canceled by them I have already been at the airport through security and waiting to board the flight yeah and they always act like nothing's happening by just being like just a little delay I didn't even get a delay. Oh, you didn't? Because I got, got, I'll get like six hours of delays. This is all I got with them. I mean, that that at least I feel like I would have been 
better able to emotionally prepare because I was on my computer working, obviously. <laughs> um, and I went to check my email and I was even sitting at the boarding gate where it was like, you know, at the American, they always have like um, 25 minutes to boarding mm-hmm. and it, it didn't even say canceled there. So I looked at my phone. I had an email that it was canceled and I had been looking on the um, the app. Yeah. That wasn't updated either. So, of course, now I'm in a tizzy. I'm rushing out. I'm trying to call. I'm in the line. And because I had seen it like 30 minutes after it canceled, it's like I'm the last person on the line. Like there's there's no hope of standby. Yeah. At this point. And I called through and I always do try to be polite to people in the customer service context, but it does sometimes feel like if you're polite, they just walk all all over you because they're like, well, this person's fine. Yeah. So I decided that I was going to take a firmer approach, not being like yelling or mean, but like talking in a firm voice. Like, I can't stay here. I don't want to stay here the night. I can't stay here. There was an immediate power struggle with the first person I talked to that was like, well, I'm trying to help. Yeah. I don't know what you need me to do. I'm like, sir, I like, tell me what the flight options are. Yeah. This guy was telling me it was like 1135 at this point. This guy was telling me to run to a monitor and look to see where I could get on a jet blue flight that was leaving in five minutes. That's psychotic. I'm like, sir. I was like, do you know what gate? He's like, I already told you. I do not know the gate. You need to approach a monitor, like talking to me in a psycho voice. I'm like, I don't, I don't know how you think you're helping me right now because like, I need you to tell me what flights are available that I could get to New York. He just hung up. <laughs> I'm like, did he okay. really? He hung up on me. You're like, did I just call a random number and yeah. inconvenience somebody at their house? Right. Right. Yeah. Was this just a stranger? Do you work? <laughs> <laughs> you, you get a call. You're like, hello. I cannot stay in Houston one more day. <laughs> Well, I had it in my mindset that I was going home and, you know, and then of course I'm just still like, finally I got through to somebody as I was approaching the counter. I get to the counter and I'm like, what are my options to get home? And they were like, there isn't any. You can go at 6 a.m. tomorrow. They're like, here's some apartments you can go check out. Yeah. Here's just a move. job lift- listing. I, I know. I was like, this feels like um, Handmaid's Tale. Like the movie is starting where yeah. I'm just trapped here's in like a misogynistic ma- state. And Here's your family that you'll be a surrogate to. Yes. You're, yeah. you're assigned to Fred. <laughs> um, and so I was like really panicking, but, but it's so funny too, like when they cancel your flight, like the, um, complete lack of empathy that everybody has, where I was like, well, why was the flight canceled? They're like, well, they canceled everything coming into LaGuardia. I'm like, I know for a fact, cause I fly out of LaGuardia all the time that American has the entire terminal B. Yeah. So who's controlling American who's deciding because it's not just LaGuardia yeah yeah your company is flying in and out of this entire terminal also if it's an entire terminal this must have been something discussed at least a few days ago yeah like they they just act like so I'm like so you guys canceled it but like is there is there a voucher is there a hotel they're like there's nothing weird that's where like Delta will if they cancel with you They'll be like, here's your next flight, and they'll try to s- set it up for you. Yeah, like, this was this was no- none of that. And American, Good luck. <laughs> American is to the point now where, like, they're polite unless you need any help in any context, and then they treat you like you are a person who is, like, begging for scraps. Yeah. Like, with, like, 
food all over yeah, you. you. Like know, you're like, a crazy peasant person. Yeah. And you're like for too much. Yeah. I'm like, can, can someone help me? I'm like, but now I've, I've shifted at this point. I had shifted my tactics. I'm not being firm. Now my second tactic is just playing stupid. Okay. Cause I'm just like, I, I don't understand. Like I don't, where am I supposed to stay? Yeah. You Do know, you, I, they're like, well, you can stay, you can stay wherever you want. I'm like, where? Like, am I supposed to sleep at the airport? Like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know, like, that seems crazy. And it's crazy. Still daytime. Yeah. It's, it, so I'm leaving in a flight that's leaving in 22 hours from now. Yeah. Like, it's just crazy. So. Yeah, you want them to say it out loud. Just say it out loud. Like, Do you see how that sounds? It sounds crazy. Yeah. Right? Because they just gaslight you yeah. into thinking, like, if this was your vacation, I guarantee that you would be screaming on yeah. the floor crying right now. Yes. Like, so I decided that, well, you know, like you get into these situations where everything is going wrong and you have a choice to like, just go with the flow. Yes. And I did not make that choice. I <laughs> fought it emotionally. I was in denial. I cried in the bathroom. Then I decided that instead of getting a hotel, which I would have loved to do, like, Although the the idea of like and they don't pay for it right there's there's no help with a hotel yeah there's nothing there's like no offer of compensation, um, and they um don't fly with them anymore. I'm done. I'm so done. Yeah, I, I would just rather pay a little extra money. I pay seven hundred dollars to fly on Delta because yeah. I just can't because this is the second time that I've had a flight canceled the day of in less than one year. Yeah. But anyway, so I decided that instead of staying at a hotel, because the thought of like a cheap airport hotel just depressed me. You know, I probably should have just, I wish I had just been like, you know what? I'm going to treat myself. I'll spend a little more money. I'll go to a nicer hotel and yeah. I will come again tomorrow. Yeah. But I decided that instead I would fly to Phoenix at 6 p.m., this is at 11.30 a.m. Okay. And then I would take an overnight flight back to New York. Okay. So that was the choice that I made. <laughs> in my mind, I didn't know that Phoenix was so far away from Houston. I thought it was like right there. Yeah, it's like the halfway point to L.A. It's so two it's, and a half hours. Yeah. Well, because of the flight, the time difference, I, th I think I thought that the flight was going to be like um, 45 minutes long, but it was actually two and a half hours. Yeah. So um, I wish I would have been like, come stay in the livable forest with me. Oh, I was because I'm 15 minutes away from the airport. I was thinking of contacting you, but then I just felt like I don't I just you know, you get to the airport and you're packed and you're like, I want to leave. I'm yeah. ready to leave. And you're also in that mindset of like, I will get out of here. And usually you can figure it out. They'll be like, I found a flight. Yeah. We'll buy your airplane ticket on this other airline. Yeah. And I, I thought like it something blows my mind that they don't compensate. They usually give you vouchers. Yeah, like nothing. And it's just like it wasn't weather related. They're claiming that it was the entire LaGuardia Airport, which because yeah, I flew in that Monday. Yeah, yeah, it seems insane to me. And the woman even was like, "Well, you might not even be able to get in tomorrow." I'm like, "I trouble." I think they just think that nobody flies regularly. Yeah, I do think there was a huge storm Sunday night because Joe texted me, being like, "It's storming really bad right now." Oh, well, maybe it was that. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm eating my words, but I'm but still never going on American no, again. No, but they still should be like, let's, uh, you're going to have to stay at this hotel. There's a Marriott in the airport. They 
they should probably have had like a deal with them. Have something with the hotel or how about how about um, be like because they didn't tell me it was rather related either. They said it's every it's congestion and everywhere. Oh, yeah. So it's like that doesn't make sense. But like also like have I'm not saying that people need to act like a servant and be like groveling. Yeah. But be like you know what is there anything I can do to help you like can I help you find a hotel can I help accommodate you they're like we've accommodated you by putting you on a flight it's like it's not accommodating to wait at the airport for 20 hours like I don't 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 use that word and we're like you've locked me into one of the most expensive places to eat yeah yeah which I did I got I got Tex-Mex I got nachos and I decided to have two margaritas well it was one margarita and a tequila soda at 2 p.m um and that was when i started emailing the airline (laughs) (laughs) i sent a psychotic email can i read it yes this is actually also my go-to in this type of situation because it's like it gives you power they don't you know what they don't read the emails they were so gracious to give me 2,000 air miles. I'm like, Mm. oh, really? So maybe I could buy, maybe that'll knock $10 off my next flight that I'll never be taking with you guys. I know. Even when they've given the vouchers, I've redeemed them and it's never ideal. It's never good. They're like only through these hours and only on this day. Yeah, you can fly the day after Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I do think that... um, Are you the kind of person, a lot of comics tweet out uh, I uh, to American or not American Airlines, but to airlines in general with their discourse. And I've never really seen that pay off. No, I don't. I don't do that. See, I really think like I'm very pro just writing a furious email because nobody reads it. And then you're just like, oh, I'm so glad I didn't say that publicly. <laughs> no. Because the stuff that I was writing in this email, which I am trying to find and I don't know where it is. I mean, it's like just actively a psychotic email where I'm like, your use of the word accommodating is disgusting. <laughs> you know, I'm just sitting there Webster's drunk. dictionary would be ashamed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am like, you expect you. Oh, here, let's see. Don't you find it funny when you're in those moments? You're like, I'm like Jane Austen, but raging. Yes, I feel yeah. like I do like tap into like the words inside you of myself. I'm like using insidious. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> My vocab goes through the roof. My insidious contempt for your service. Yes. You have crossed the wrong woman. <laughs> this should okay. be a photo of you like riding onto a horse. I actually cannot find the email, which I do feel like is oh, for the best. Um post it on patreon yes oh good idea i'm gonna post my email that i um sent because yeah again like i don't like to be mean to customer service people i think it's actually psychotic because it's like obviously these people don't even want to be here either i also picture because those jobs probably suck so much with the amount of hate that is getting directed to you i bet you their retention rate is they only can keep employees for about one week and that's why there is no standard of behavior because if like they don't care that people are basically spitting in the face of their customers because it's way more work to train a new person. Well, you're also kind of getting this kind of like, my daughter is on it respiratory and you're going to murder her if you don't let us get to it. And you're like, to live with that kind of like, you killed her (laughs) would be... (laughs) 
because you do get that kind of drama. Yes. Like, how am I supposed to give her her medicine? Well, there is there is some kind of like m- backwards logic that that if you're a woman and if you kind of put on a show of dramatics that they will kind of cave to you and give you what you want. But I've never found it to work. And maybe it's because I'm not hot. You know, I was like in the airport, like with my like androgynous haircut and like a, you know, (laughs) hoodie, like, you know, like trying to assert myself, like I cannot stay another day, please. Please help me. It's almost like you, I wish in those moments you have your costume that you put on that you've been. Superman. (laughs) That's how you address customer service is if you're running the manor of a house. Yeah. Like, how dare you? Yeah. 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 I put on my Victorian (laughs) gown. Your insolence. (laughs) So, yeah. I mean, again, in retrospect, I, I was I was taking the time for myself. I've been um, listening to the Michael A. Singer podcast, and it is all about like the Buddhist living the Buddhist philosophy. It's of not personally happening to you. What what? Yeah, this is not personally happening to me. I am in the world, but I'm not of it. When I have these feelings of like extreme sadness, we check. Yeah, extreme anger. I mean, I was just oscillating between like being furious because you do feel so powerless in those situations and I think like that's the thing that's so angering yeah or when we talked about this the day before of like flying out where I we don't book anything the day of travel yeah because you run into this kind of and I'm so glad that I didn't right yeah it gives you that at least I don't have to worry about that and now I have to cancel a bunch of stuff yeah yeah so pre-planning but then when you're in the moment of it you know, like not struggling against it, which is not the choice that I made again. But towards the end of the flight, I was more like, oh, this has actually been a cool opportunity for me to work through what it's like. I'm flipping it somehow. This is my mental gymnastics. Actually, actually, it was fun. You know, (laughs) I (laughs) I had a great time. I picture you going back to customer service being like, I'm fine now, and this has actually been the best experience <laughs> of my life. You can't hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my You're God. Like, All right, crazy lady. Yeah, I'm like, I love this. I got a massage in one of those chairs, and I read a book. I and spent I'm $50 on tacos and <laughs> alcohol, which caused me to have a mental breakdown. <laughs> but now I'm on the other side of it. You know, <laughs> that is one, the great thing about, like, I will say, like, I really shouldn't drink alcohol in the day because it does it triggers me emotionally but then you know sometimes you're like well maybe that was therapeutic because I did just cry I went to an incredibly dark place for about four hours but then but now fresh as a daisy bounced right back and still on the plane yeah I'm still (laughs) so and in phoenix yeah ultimately ultimately I got back to New York at um because of course the flight from phoenix was going to jfk which you can't take a cab from jfk because it's literally your firstborn child yeah it costs like a hundred dollars yeah so i took the long island railroad and so because my original flight had gone back to LaGuardia, so um instead of me getting home at about noon i got home at eight (laughs) so i spent i spent um 12 hours at the airport and another eight hours on flights so I could save four hours yeah um which I slept that entire time too yeah I wish hot- uh airports had a little mini hotel of pods yeah uh so you can just fresh sheets to sleep on 
enclose the door and it's got a ventilation system and then like five hours later when you need to get up to I would go, pay for that go fight again yeah <laughs> <laughs> excuse me I'll be taking a break in my pod and I'll <laughs> be returning to continue this conversation but I love I love like American Airlines response email to me too that's like please allow us to buy you back and give us one more chance with a donation of 2,000 miles <laughs> it's like I'm sorry what it's like why don't you just hit me in the face with your dick like just just publicly slap me <laughs> I know we've read over your email <laughs> and we think this is suffice <laughs> but I don't what I thought like I have actually sent them an email before where I I rejected their response email and I sent another email and I demanded that someone call me on the phone yeah and they did and I was like really nice about it and I was like I'm just asking to be because this is when I had to switch from LaGuardia to Newark to get to my show on time and I was like I'm, I don't think I'm asking for that much to be compensated for the hundred dollar cab I had to take yeah. No, I'm not asking to be compensated for the person, my life that I lost due to your airline. In my $50 I'm acting tacos. like they killed me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was killed. <laughs> it's so easy not to overreact. It's so hard to not overreact with this type of stuff where I just feel like I immediately go back to like um, my like i'm 16 years old and i'm in the play like how dare you i know i'm like <laughs> well i just got fired <laughs> because of your delay it's just like it's hard and also no one cares they don't care you kind of wish there should just be a bot that should be like this oh my god that's awful yeah i'm so cause sometimes that's all you kind of want well, you just want to be validated you yeah. know because you do feel like you're just being gaslighted in the airport like a toxic boyfriend yeah is just like um actually it's you yeah the plane's not leaving because actually you're fucked up well i couldn't land because you're giving bad vibes yeah yeah yeah, yeah our plane's not working because you're a bitch <laughs> <laughs> you're like what <laughs> Oh, so anyway, no, I got those back. Are harrowing. They're tough. It They're is. Tough. You go through a roller coaster and you find out who you are and you come out through the other side and then in the end you're like, "All right, that's whatever. I just wasted one day of my life." But you know what? Now that that happened to me, again, highly grateful for my incredible experience and life. Everything is a gift. Yes. Life is a journey, a lady journey. But now that I know that now in my mind I'm like I would just immediately take another hotel. Don't try to fight it and just enjoy my time at the hotel. Yeah. Find a Hampton Inn. Oh, mm. well, get some Pringles and watch a TV show. Oh, and TBS. you love it. You love it. I but love it. now you went on a mini girl trip. I did a mini girl trip in Houston. I probably touched on this lightly when we were doing the pod from the Airbnb. But tell me the full thing. Cause I want to, <laughs> I want to experience it. Well, first of all, like, Okay, Galveston, Texas isn't really known as like a destination. It's it's yeah. a place that Texans or Houstonians have learned to settle. Yes. And make it seem like it's a thing. It's like a little boardwalk down there, right? It's a, yeah, it's a it's kind of like brown compacted mud. The Gulf of Mexico is really where the Mississippi shoots out and it's just mud mud water coming through as well as maybe 80s oil <laughs> spills yeah, sure. um you used to get little oil slicks on the beach and it Ooh. would get on your clothes Ooh. um so it's always been kind of known as a dump but it has history galveston is like 
uh, you know, I would say in the vein of a, a mini New Orleans. It's okay. Catholic. Okay. They celebrate Mardi Gras just as much as New Orleans does. So if you mm. can't get to New Orleans, you can do it there. They have cool little um, festivals that they do down there. They have it's an old kind of town, so there's cool little structures. But some of it's like I guess now with all the hurricanes that they've dealt with for centuries. So it's never been this thing of like you must go to Galveston, but yeah. most Houston's actually have a Houstonians really enjoy going. Yes, it's like just lower your taste. It's not going to be the Caribbean. It's, it's a not day trip. It's a day trip. Yeah. So my friend Diane, a listener and a fellow podcaster, she has a podcast called Rock the Cash Bar. Oh, I love it. Um, she lives in Friendswood, which is nearby Galveston. For her, it's like a 40-minute drive. And so it's only two hours for me or maybe an hour and a half. Um, she was like, do you want to come up? I found a decent hotel. It was weekday. And it's also during the time when school was back in session. So there was no kids. Oh, I love it. I love like a weekday hotel. There's something so like, oh, my God, we just have this whole place to ourselves. Yeah, it was dead off-season. So I came in, I managed to get there around four in the afternoon. And then we were like, let's go to Guido's. It's a well-known Gulf seafood restaurant that's been Yum. there for over a hundred years. It's a Galveston staple, had oysters on the half shell. Ugh. Our service was pretty bad, but she told us I'm the bartender. I'm also doing to go orders and doing the drinks. So we kind of knew that she was going to be a little busy, but we didn't have anywhere to go. So we didn't care. That's kind of great. I know. I love that. Just like the vibe of like getting away, like Island time. Yeah. You know? And, and I also I'm talking about a mini girl trip. I have to say going on a trip with just feminine energy. Oh, so healing. You're not on a, your man's time schedule of yeah. he needs to eat or he's about to take the biggest shit of his life. <laughs> don't Be- go in there. Because <laughs> <laughs> it always seems like guys are, I don't know why, but they're always on the brink of a shit. It feels <laughs> like. Yeah. And it, I need to go back to the hotel. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> It's hilarious. I know. And the thing with the thing about like traveling with a partner, too, which, of course, I love Mike and I'm deeply in love with him and he's my world. And, absolutely. And absolutely. He, and he'll never even listen to this. So it's fine. So <laughs> I, I could I could say I could say anything I wanted. <laughs> However, um, sometimes when I am traveling with Mike, it can be like, you know, uh, I would prefer a lady to be there because Mike does not want to do the same things that I want to do. Absolutely. Like I, my vacay, my mini girl experience, like I want to go to a like Korean bathhouse. Yes. I want to get a pedicure. I want to sit. I, all I like doing is gossiping and having a really great time. So we basically did that at the hotel. But yes, because with Joe, it's activities. Yeah. Nonstop activities. <laughs> and it's like. Joe, so, he's a scavenger hunt boyfriend. Scavenger. You, it's like you got to be doing something every hour and it has to be different. Yeah. And, and if they don't, you feel their like negativity. Yeah. And I cannot handle that because I'm a people pleaser. Yes. Same. And so going on a girl trip for some reason, I'm not dealing with that kind of energy. Because the, the girl is also a people pleaser. <laughs> It's called being a woman. <laughs> so we're just it's pleasing each we're other. We're pleasing each other. You know, compromising. Something, it's something actually wonderful being with somebody that's like, well, what do you want to do? And you're yes. like, oh, me? Well, all I want to do is just read magazines in the hotel and watch like Netflix. And she's like, that's all I ever want to do. Because I also have a feeling in our homes we're not allowed to watch our TV shows that we want to watch. Yeah. Without kind of like 
Ugh, Real Housewives. I don't understand how you can watch this shit. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, great. Well, I can. Right, I know. Well, Mike, it's and my football. I know. I'm the same, actually, to Mike's shows where he's like watching boxing. I'm like, here we go again. <laughs> oh, punching! Is it two people punching each other in the face? <laughs> you do know it's blatant homosexuality. Like I just love throwing, and then they yeah. hate that. Yeah, fun fact. <laughs> um, but it is. That's why it is fun to do, like, maybe a trip with the feminine energy. Because yes. you kind of can kind of like the same kind of things. Yes. And so we ate. We had a lovely, fun time of conversation. Um, we got back to the hotel. It was around 7 or 8. It was dark now. And then we the found out the pool was open till 1 or 2. Mm. Nobody there. All the cabanas were open. The pool was open warm so Ugh. you're not freezing your ass off I in the love a heated pool yes me too something so exquisite we floated in there for hours mm, just and to float gossiped and just swam and there was barely anyone in there and then we went back to the hotel and watched netflix cooking shows and then fell asleep went shopping the next day and then just ate at like a nice diner that does great breakfast food around there and then went home I think overall it was like $200 each. Wow. Yeah. That's great. Absolutely. And then you're only gone for about 24 hours. And I have to say, I cannot stop thinking about this vacation because it was so recharging for me. Yeah. And it was also because it's one day, you can kind of let go of your responsibilities. Yes. Because you're like, it's only one day. It's not like I'm going to let all this stuff fall into turmoil I managed to do some work the day before and then when I got back that evening I managed to catch up with some work so I managed to just let go of being like oh fuck I'm a loser oh my gosh that's and that's like the most important thing that you need to do to get that like mental and emotional rest of the vacation yes I feel like being with a girlfriend is such like a time of emotional rest where you're like being heard like girls just like talk to each other we listen and talk lightly venting and and you know sometimes you can't really get that with your boyfriend or with your partner because number one you're with them all the time so and you're kind of venting maybe on the hilariousness of the relationship yes dynamic and you want to laugh about it but then with them and I get it they take it as a personal attack right yeah right. where you're like he 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 always his feet smell yeah you know? or what I I like how he thinks he's cleaning something but I still find all of his beard shavings everywhere <laughs> and I'm like how is this cleaning oh how, how you're cleaning with hair <laughs> exactly where if I said that he would be like well I'm doing the best I can and I'm like I don't doubt that you are I love you so much I love you so much <laughs> yeah. but I'd like to like can I lightly make fun of it without hurting your feelings yeah yeah and you can do that with a girlfriend with a girlfriend and, and it's so great the way women relate to each other I think that you don't get that with a guy where it's like you know, maybe I'm lightly venting. Like, that doesn't mean that there's, like, a problem that we need to solve, that I'm in crisis, I'm you know? I'm not sharing just, like, intimate details about Joe's genitalia to you. Yeah, no. And embarrassing him. It's yeah. just broad subjects. Just, like, broad subjects. And just talking and just being heard and being seen by a friend. It's, like, that's just so... I feel like... I had a car trip once with a, a girlfriend, my really close friend, and we did not stop talking for the entire 12-hour trip. It's almost impressive. Yeah. I was like that with Diane, and I can do that with you, and I've done that. I have that with a lot of girlfriends, and I'm like, you have to tell me to stop. 
because right. I'm so getting dopamine rush because this is actually quite enjoyable yeah. for me, but I do understand it's four in the morning and we need to get to bed. <laughs> You, so funny. Like, if you're not going to be like, okay, I'm tired now, I will inadvertently <laughs> keep the conversation going. Yeah. So you, and I'm not going to get my feelings hurt if you're like, all right, it's bedtime. I'm like, right. Yes. yes absolutely. Yes. And that's, that's great to have a friendship where you can have a light boundary. Set a light boundary. I'm tired now. Yeah. You you're know? like, oh, Sleeping. go to bed then. But I feel like, you know, when I'm in that situation, I'm kind of always the same because it's like in your day to day life, you don't get to have that like this like cathartic like chat with a friend where you're just like getting it all out and like, you know, you're processing so much stuff. It's like very therapeutic in yeah. a way. Yeah. Where you're like, you're like, was that weird? You don't think it? Oh, yeah. OK, maybe I was fucked up. You know, or like I cried in the airport publicly, you know, yeah. all, getting it all and out. They're like, oh, I did that, too. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> was it because of this? And you're like, yeah, it was because of that. And you're like, OK, so we're not alone. Ugh. We're not crazy people we're just yeah. we're we're here and everything's okay but i do right i do think recommend us the small girl group yes because again and this is what i've heard about bachelorette parties because you mm, have like fun mm-hmm. bits about all of yes. stand-up bits about all that yeah it gets out of control with that many personalities yeah when you're histories in a, and resentments when you're when you have a group dynamic of women where it's too many women together for too long of a time I do think alliances and form survivor happens yeah yeah it's like you're going into survival mode well then also there is always I think in any group dynamic there are people that have more dominant personalities and it's like that is just not good for me to be around because I will just end up catering to the dominant person yeah because I don't want them to know that I can't stand them. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like the closest with them. Yeah. I'm like their best friend. <laughs> but I think like that's how it is, you know, in that old classic or maybe like in our generation, the trope of like the hot girl in high school and her less hot best friend is actually kind of can't stand her. But yeah. just is too nervous to say, please leave me alone. It's the... the teal swan situation yes it's the minion where you're like okay yeah sounds great teal please don't hurt me again (laughs) but i like all the advantages of all the free food we get when we hang out together because you're just getting stuff bought for you all the time yeah Yeah. i don't need money (laughs) and that also with large groups of guys when they go out like a bachelor party they also one of my what I gather have the same kind of group dynamic. It's true. So it's not just like fe- females that have it. It's just like once the group gets bigger, and this is in any organization. I think of UCB. It always starts off when it's small, it's great, and then when it gets too many people, it starts splintering off into belief systems. Yeah, there's something. That's I don't like Thai. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're here on a bachelor party. We're getting pizza, and it's just kind of like that kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's some. It's something like um, genetic. I think it's like genetic evolutionary biology, where there's a group, and then it's like now there has to be a leader of the group. Yes, and there also has to be like the enemy of the group, and like the person that we can't stand. And, you know, no, I went on a group trip with my sister and my mom and it was just us three. And I left there being like, I need an alliance with me (laughs) because those two dominate. Yeah. And what ends up happening is my sister will be the one that has she always for some reason takes the leadership role. Mm. 
And then I'm not making my mom sit in the back seat. So then I'm the one in the back seat. And then there's been times where I've made suggestions and then they're like, why would we do that? And then you're internalizing it. of yeah. like, Well, this is why I don't have any self-esteem. Yeah. And they're like, what's <laughs> happening back there? <laughs> you're just crying. <laughs> but I was like, I need one other person to be like, yes. Three is they're an uncomfortable group. It should be two or four. Yes. Three is always two against odd, one. odd man out. Yeah. Yes. And I always I do feel like that in like a, a threesome girl situation where it's like, you know, in any group, like there's always somebody we're all toxic. We all have toxic traits. There's a spectrum of like toxic behavior, yes. you know, and you never know when it's going to come out. But for me, like I do think like sometimes if I feel like slighted by somebody in the group, now I feel like that I'm, I'm being triggered into like a toxic, like now I have to get the person back. Uh, yes. And it's like, so I just want, I'm just saying that to say, not that that's my group dynamic, but like, no, it's, I'm yeah. passive and I, you know, I'm not like a passive aggressive person, but like when you're in a group dynamic, you notice these impulses coming up. Yes. Of, it is fascinating. We're like, Oh wow. This is who I am. <laughs> I'm like the, um, Iago, of the of this group or is that is that the guy's name in Othello the guy that's like secretly getting Othello to like I don't know I haven't watched Iago is the guy in Othello who is telling Othello that his wife is cheating on him or something he's like like a psycho manipulator person because you don't feel empowered that's fascinating that trope is on reality tv shows yeah there's there's always the guy that befriends the bachelorette Mm -hmm. and he tells her all the stuff that the guys are saying yes that's me (laughs) (laughs) i'm like you know i I must protect the queen at all costs i may be the nice one of this group but i think cheryl shit in her pants last (laughs) night (laughs) oh my god why do i do it i don't i this is i my toxic trait is um slight shit talking from the group dynamic and I'll test the waters out. And as soon as I know when I'm starting to test the waters out, I know my back of my head being like this, don't say it. (laughs) Do not, do not start the sentence being like, that is, um, that's so funny that she likes to do that. Right. (laughs) It's so funny. Or like, I, I, I love one too. I'll test the waters by being like, um, I love her. (laughs) And then I'm waiting for people to be like, yeah, she's great. I'm like, she is. But like, you know, like what else <laughs> though? You, you feel it in your bones. You're like, well, so you're playing a dangerous game. <laughs> be careful. Oh my God. It, it is. It's like, it's like a sneeze. Like, yeah. You can't, uh, oh, it's coming. Uh, don't. She's uh, weird. Yeah. She's fucking weird. That's weird. Yeah. yeah. I hate her. <laughs> Oh my god! I want to go on a mini girl trip. This really inspired me. At twenty four, although you can't do it in New York, I have done it before. It's so hard to get out of here. This was my mini girl trip that I did before. I did this. um, I did this two years in a row, where uh, me and my friend we took the train out to the Hamptons off season, so in the fall. You got to go in the fall. You cannot go in the summer. I think we actually took the train out to the North Fork, and we did exactly that. We walked to the beach. We had dinner. We went to the hotel. We watched Game of Thrones. We we got up the next day. We had breakfast and we took the train back in. That sounds wonderful. It was great. Yeah. So I think you can do it from New York. And I think definitely try to do the train. And I just recommend it. One day. Get a one day trip in. Weekday. 
And that's the best thing too if you about can do a weekday, a weekday personal day. Do <sighs> it. I'm inspired. I really am. Yeah. I want to splurge and do a little something since I, um, you know, I could have done that at um in Texas, but instead I chose to um spend twelve hours in the airport, <laughs> like a psycho person. I can't stop thinking about it. That was how mm. much recharging. It was like eating a meal that you've never had before. Mm. And when like you, I must go back. When you spend time with a friend that you haven't seen forever, too, that's when you get you like hit that flow of just like connecting. It's like when you're with your person day in and day out like your boyfriend your partner whomever your girlfriend like you there's not really that much more that you can talk about yeah you've lost you've said everything that you've said and mike is not a talker no he's (laughs) mike really loves his silence yeah well i'll come along yes and i'll chit chat (laughs) (laughs) uh this was a great episode i really love this one lady journey lady journey